0: Welcome back to Movies and Mocha's Caffeinated Film Talks. We are recording today from Healing Interactive Massage Therapy. They specialize in lymphatic therapy and cupping massage. It is honestly, like, the most relaxing thing you'll ever do. It's great. Um, You can visit their website at healinginteractive.com for more information. But believe me when I say it's, like, legit the best thing ever. Um they've been gracious enough to let us record in their office space on their off days um so yeah give a big shout out and a thanks to them for allowing us the space to do this podcast on with the show hey i'm drew welcome to movies and mochas caffeinated film talks this is where we drink coffee and discuss our favorite movies each week, one of my friends and I will talk about a different movie. So your favorite coffee, relax, and let's get started. Welcome back to Movies and Mochas Caffeinated Film Talks. I'm here with my friend Corinne today. Hi! Uh, and we are going to be talking about a newer but not very well-known movie, Psych 2, it, Lassie Come Home.
1: It needs to be well-known. It needs to be the canon of greatness.
0: Yes. <laughs> I think because it took so long to come out and kept getting pushed back and then was released on a streaming site instead of the actual usa network like it kind of fell under the radar true but um while we're talking about it we are drinking glorious coast coffee so good fresh pour overs if i that are pretty good if i don't say so myself (laughs) um yeah when was the last time you had coast
1: uh, two seconds ago, when I took a before, sip. Before,
0: <laughs> before today. Oh man, it's
1: been a while. I uh, maybe if Charlie's been brewing this for the past few years, then probably a couple years ago. Yeah. The last, uh, the last time uh, I had him make me a fresh cup of anything. So I'm assuming that was his goodness. He always brings his own mm-hmm. special beans. Yeah. So I'm thinking it would have been conference of then. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think so. Yeah.
1: Conference 2019.
0: nineteen. Mm-hmm. So, so That makes crazy. sense. Yeah. So long ago.
1: Oh my gosh. Longest year and a half of my life. Amen. And here we are.
0: And here we are talking about psych Two. So, um, really great coffee. Yes. Yes. Delicious. If you listeners want to get in on this, cause if you're a regular listener, you've realized anyone who's had this so far has said it's like the best coffee they've ever had. Um, so you should join in on that and go to coastcoffeeroasters.me. You can enter the promo code Mocus 20 at checkout to get 20% off your first order. You can buy a 12-ounce bag of beans. You can buy uh, bottled cold brew, coffee soda shots, and I think they might still even be selling face masks. What? Yeah. <laughs> coffee
1: and face masks. I love that.
0: Yep. You get the wonderful coffee breath to stay inside. Perfect. Yes, it's better than an aftertaste. Um. <laughs> So, CoastCoffeeRoasters.me, Movies and Mocha's 20 at checkout for 20% off. Now, Psych 2.
1: Psych 2. The nitty-gritty.
0: It came out July 15th, 2020 on Peacock, which is NBC's new streaming service.
1: God bless Peacock, because honestly...
0: It's free. It's free, uh,
1: and I think for the premium, if you have like a certain TV provider, you get access to all that stuff. Shout out to you Xfinity, they are not sponsoring this, but thank you, even though your customer service is trash. Um, But I also love Peacock, because your girl really loves some good crime shows, and NBC owns Dateline, and so, and Oxygen. So I'm very thankful, uh, because Snapped is everything to me. This is a huge digression. (laughs) I just wanted to share my love
0: for crime shows. And
1: anyway, yeah, they um, have
0: all of them. The Law and Orders, yeah. Shout out to Mariska Hargitay,
1: love her. Brooklyn Nine Nine is pretty hilarious. Yeah, I'm hoping I'm waiting for the season of Law and Order SVU to end so I can just binge it. And I think Stabler, I think he comes back this week, and I, I just can't wait. I love him. (laughs) I love him so much.
0: glad to learn this about you um so for anyone listening if you haven't seen this movie yet because it's relatively new Mm -hmm. um don't stop listening to this and go watch it. spoiler alerts yes all of these episodes are all spoiler alerts we don't care we just talk about all of it right 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 but um go check it out it is free to watch on peacock i think the whole psych series is free yep as well as psych the movie and then psych 2 yep the mu- I don't think the musical's on there though.
1: The musical is on there because oh, that's a part is. of that's a part of the last season. Okay. Yeah. So that's I think the last second to last episode of the final season of Psych. The musical is God. on there.
0: I own the musical. Like oh. digitally. <laughs> nice. And so I don't watch it on I and the movie. And I also own Psych the movie. So I own the musical in the first movie. Well
1: if you get Peacock, you don't have to
0: do I anything. Have, I have Peacock, but I bought these before Peacock oh, came out. Oh, thanks so um i already had them so i'm gonna watch them because i own them
1: more and now them. you can also watch all the episodes from eight seasons of glorious yes. glorious pop culture comedy
0: yes and they're on prime video for free right at the moment oh they
1: are okay good to
0: know yeah i Almost. don't know how long they're gonna be on there but they've been on there for a couple years for nice free. awesome uh what before we get into the movie what was what's your favorite season of psych
1: Ooh, I'm not good at remembering seasons. I can do standout episodes.
0: This is also my favorite thing that I've ever learned about you. Uh-huh. I don't know a lot of people who really like Psych.
1: You know what? I I'll, it's. I feel like it's a sleeper hit, right? Because generally speaking... because it happened...
0: Like, the episodes happened... The a series, while ago. The series is... Like, the first season came out in 2006.
1: Yeah, it's been a while. Yes. And it was on USA. Let's be honest. Who's watching USA?
0: I did... All the time
1: because <laughs> right. they would do the uh marathons, that's true. They did have great marathons and stuff like that, but yeah, I, I don't even know how I stumbled upon Psych. Um, because I definitely was watching it in real time when it was on mm-hmm. um, you know, cable TV, but I just remember just being obsessed with the banter of um, of, of G- Gus and Sean, which are the main characters, uh, played by I think James Roday and Duley Hill. Who, and just
0: James Roday, now goes by James, James Roday Rodríguez. Rodriguez. Yes, yes, he's
1: accepting his heritage. Good job, James.
0: I read somewhere, like, years ago, that the reason he was going by James Roday was because there was already a James Rodriguez.
1: Yes, but then I think recently he further said, like, also the reason was because, like, he didn't want to be, like, typecasted into just, like, Hispanic roles or something.
0: Which is fair. I could also be making that up. Sorry, James, if I made that up. but It's also, like crazy because at first glance you'd have no idea he's Hispanic
1: right but I think throughout the series you're like oh he's speaking like you pick it up his Spanish very well and I come from you know uh South Florida and so you can pick up you're just surrounded by like you know different Latin cultures and so you can pick up when it's like genuine and when it's like oh you learned this in high school and just kept up with it I think
0: I think I read an article once that said like his first language was Spanish. Spanish, and then he learned English in school. Nice, and like so, like it would be pretty, pretty natural.
1: Totally, yeah. Let's see. Um, one of my actually just rewatched one of my favorite episodes, um, yesterday, and I think it's called Office Space. It might have been season seven, and it's where um, it's the it's the first seat, like, you know, the opening part of the show before they go into the opening credits. And it's where like uh, Gus finds his, you know, boss dead. And then it's just like this huge mess of him trying to like clean it up. And then it just gets worse and worse and worse. And then he gets Sean involved and then Sean makes it worse and worse. And then the dad, Sean's dad gets involved. And by the time they all show up, like the cops are not involved. And so they're like trying to secretly, solve this and like, um, exonerate themselves from like, any wrongdoing, but also trying to catch the bad guy. Um, And so it's just like, it's just such a great, great episode that that opening scene like destroys me. It's just like five minutes of just comedy gold. Um, cold
0: Opens. Huh? Yeah, Cold I, Open. Thank they're you. they what they're called?
1: That is the word. Yes, the Cold Open. Thank you, open. Office Ladies, Thank for you. teaching me that. Appreciate you, Office Ladies. Um, yeah, so that Cold Open, like, destroys me. Uh, one of the, I think, first season episodes, it might have been, like, Episode one or two, I don't remember what it's called, but it's like a sorority situation.
0: That is the season finale of episode one. Of episode one, <laughs> or sorry, of, se- of season one, Scary Sherry.
1: Yeah, Scary Sherry. I yeah, I think that's what it is. And so like they go to the sorority and they're sitting in, and everyone's telling their stories about whatever, and everyone's like, "Gus, you look like Bud from the Cosby Show," type of thing. And what I love about also, what I love about Psych is, is Gus is like your quintessential like minority, like in oh, yeah. in high stress situations. Like, you know, I, I remember growing up and watching. He straight up calls it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, like, I ain't going first. Yeah, no, there's no way. Podcast I just remember dies. growing up watching like scary or suspenseful movies. And it's like, why are you going towards the voice? Like, run. And so Gus is like your quintessential, like living out what we would scream out at the TV, like. Nah, if you hear a weird voice, run for your life. And so, yeah, some some crazy, scary voice pops out. And then you just see at one point Gus was sitting there drinking tea. And then it pans over and the tea's on the seat. And And Gus and Sean are gone and they're just running for their lives. And that scene, like, just God, it just destroys me. But.
0: And then later on in that episode, when they're going through the old hospital or whatever, and Gus gets his foot stuck, (laughs) it's like. The panic. But it's like. It's after they caught the girl and all this, and Sean takes the um, Cause voice Cause Sean modulator. leave
1: him f- for a little bit, and
0: he was like, he yeah he kept running. Cause yeah, Juliet yeah. Was and then danger. he kept
1: yeah, and he kept screaming after Sean, but Sean had to leave him. And then is, is so in that, that scene, he's so running like the typical like uh, yeah. people in scary movies—they're like running crisscross, like knees dodge weak. and weak, dodging weak.
0: But at the very end, Sean takes the voice modulator and is, like, calling out to Gus. And so Gus has his belt and is, like, but, like, crying and is just, like, curling it on himself and is just, like, just trying to
1: Beating beat. whatever that spirit is. Oh, man. It's, like, it's comedy gold. Uh, like, I can't speak enough about that show. And I just actually recently, I was hanging out with a friend that I've known for about four or five years. And I don't even know how Psych came up, but it's sort of like... Um, when only you and the person in the room decide that you guys are the only one that like connect on something and so your eyes sort of lock. Mm -hmm. And I think we both realize, oh, we've known each other for four or five years and I'm just realizing that you love this show that I love.
0: You're both psychos. (laughs)
1: Yes, we're both psychos. It is
0: the best fan base name Oh, it's so good. And they embrace it so much.
1: Oh my goodness. And their fan base is out of this world. Yeah, so it's just... It's just an excellent, excellent show. It's sort of like you know how everyone has that one show or two shows that they go to that they'll constantly watch. Like for a lot of people, it's The Office or Parks and Rec. Or
0: did you see? Side note that The Office was the most watched show out of all of twenty twenty.
1: Yeah. That. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, The Office has been carrying us since what twenty? What is it? Twenty ten when it ended or something crazy like that. Um, And so. Yeah, the office definitely. I think I rewatched the entire season. I mean, we had time. Uh, I watched the entire season of that and rewatched the entire season of Psych also yeah. in in uh, 2020. And so I
0: did those and the Impractical Jokers.
1: Oh yeah, that show I. I hate awkward and very uncomfortable (laughs) situations, so I can only get through, like, one impractical joke per episode because it just makes me literally want to vomit um, the situations they put themselves in.
0: I'm, to an extent, I'm jealous of them because they're so good at just talking to random strangers, Mm -hmm. and I don't have that, like, to just randomly... I would
1: never. There's no way. To
0: just randomly strike up a conversation in a grocery store, like... I did. I think I've done it one time in the last three years. Like, and I applaud myself for that one time because, like, so I I'm jealous of their courage. Mm-hmm. But then I also go back to like the first season, and it's like they like you can tell they're so awkward trying to do it. Right. I also, so now it's normal for them because they've now been it's stretching
1: themselves over the years.
0: I've also learned I am probably one of the worst people to like be picked in public for them to do it because I'm too polite. Like, they want the reactions out of people, and I would instantly be like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, I would, right. it would be, everything would or be my fault. Or be, like, fault.
1: confused as to, um, so I didn't even know I was in a prank. <laughs> like,
0: right. It like, just what's, goes
1: over your what's head. What's going on? <laughs> totally, totally.
0: Like, I would be one of the, like, I just wouldn't respond correctly to how they would want it. Yeah, and
1: they're like, okay, we'll just redo this with, with someone else. With someone we else, try. Yes.
0: <laughs> And then I would realize that I'm on Impractical Jokers, and I'd be like, can I just ask your production team questions? There you go. I have so many questions for their team. There you go. I want to just talk to them so bad. But, psych. Um, Seasons three and four are my favorite.
1: If I could remember. I think Despero is in, he starts in season four. And is that when we get Yin?
0: Season three is when we get yin
1: yeah the whole yin situation the yin yang yeah yin and yang how they were ending those for like three seasons um were like pretty clutch actually and i used i don't know what her name is but i love that they use the chick from um breakfast club yes who's you know crazy with the whole captain crunch sandwich but
0: yeah um, season the season premiere of season four is despero mm, um
1: freaking love despero yeah
0: three and four are just like i think like the uh like when psych was at the top mm-hmm. like quality wise of the episodes even though sean and Juliet aren't together yet mm-hmm. that's the only thing i have against it yeah but those are like the best seasons. what are some
1: standout episodes for you in those seasons
0: the yin yang um sean takes a shot in the dark oh it's one of my favorite episodes shot in the dark which one is that's that? when he gets kidnapped and because he's investigating oh. by himself and, and he gets like, shot in the shoulder and that's he, right and the, the car dad, chase, and it's and like his dad off. and
1: um what's his lassiter. name lassiter trying to figure things out i really like that because it showed how much of henry's even though henry was crazy but how much of his um teaching influenced to Sean is and yeah. so i loved when you know, they left where Sean was and then he saw like the broken hazard lights from the car. Yeah. And then, you know, these things. And then Lassiter like, how do you know this stuff? He's like, because I taught him. And I was just like, Oh, I love that. And the,
0: but, uh, um, and just the whole dynamic of like, yeah, you see how much they clash, but mm-hmm. when it comes down to it, like Henry really cares. Oh,
1: he loves his son, and he will do absolutely anything. Oh yeah, um, for his son, and I think that's why and then, and I love Santa Barbara Town too. Yes, because of you see Sean finally showing how much he actually cares for his dad, but because he doesn't let people in, he just you know he's always joking around, and so it's like, oh wow, you actually care about something.
0: And then Sean calling Juliet. And ending it with, I love you. But then, right right. before she responds, he says, Abigail. Abigail. Oh, and it just...
1: Right. Oh, that tension. I know, but you're also, like, realizing that he's hinting, like, he was giving her hints throughout that whole conversation type of thing. But also, it was giving the fans, like, finally, is this it? No, you have to wait another season and a half.
0: And it's really funny, because, like, a lot of people paint Abigail as kind of, like how karen is in the office between pam and jim Mm. um you know like oh they don't like karen because it's taken away from pam and jim but uh and i think a lot of people do that with abigail i think abigail and sean actually make a really good couple
1: right but she had different ambitions yes i actually loved abigail's role too because she could do the banter back and forth and
0: she got Mm sean she understood him
1: totally just
0: like juliet does and but it, it was a different type of relationship, but like even just like you'd see the, like the two of them together and they looked like they just fit mm-hmm. as a couple. Mm-hmm. Um and so like I really did like it, but I like Sean and Juliet more.
1: Oh, totally. So Hands down.
0: Also the Tuesday the seventeenth episode is in those seasons. Which one's that? That's the horror camp, like the parody of Friday the thirteenth.
1: <laughs> With the crazy dude yeah. um, who ended up trying to like kill everyone. Kill everyone. Yeah, that was a nice little twist. Yeah, that was a really, really uh, that was a really funny one.
0: It's great because also if you count Friday's the thirteenth, and you just count till Tues till Tuesday, Tuesday is the seventeenth. Does that, so Friday's the thirteenth, Saturday fourteenth, oh, yes, fifteenth yes. is Sunday, sixteenth is Monday, seventeenth is Tuesday. Ah, oh, look at that. So on it's just it. a little play on it. Um, yeah, those are some of my favorite ones. Just looking. I'm on IMDb looking through them. Uh, Death is in the air. That's the one where um, a virus gets out.
1: Oh, yes. Yes. Where, like, they're bleeding from their eyes or something like that. Yeah. Yes. I do remember that.
0: It's relevant now. (laughs) Um, (laughs) That one, I have a love-hate because of how close Sean comes at the end to telling Juliet how he feels.
1: But that's that's the whole point but that's they're, the whole they're show, playing yeah. on our emotions these writers and directors and they're geniuses i mean they they and the fact that they were able to stretch that for i think about six seasons till they till finally anything really happened yeah and then they finally start dating and it's good and then it's like oh dang Juliet figures out i will say that he was lying about
0: season everything. eight i was disappointed with
1: Season eight, I think, was the season where they just needed to wrap all the loose ends. So I think they were just.
0: But even like Sean's personality mm-hmm. for the last handful of like the, uh, like, especially season eight, but also even like before that, you like, he almost got crazier. Mm-hmm. Like, just like, just more, I don't care and I'm not as professional. Yeah. Like, cause at first, you know, he's faking it obviously and he's still he's still faking it but it's almost like he's just a lot more of an i don't care attitude and i'm just going to be super childish just to be childish Mm -hmm. um whereas like at first it was just to redirect yeah like he was still professional and i think i think like his character loses professional the professionalism at the end of the show Mm. and i think some of that was more of the writing on some of his stuff
1: yeah, I think maybe it started off that way, but then I think you see him having a midlife crisis. It's season, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's what season eight is. Like, he's realizing, like, all of these, like, everyone's moving on. Like, his dad's selling the their family home. You know, Gus Vic is
0: going to San Francisco. Right.
1: Gus is, you know, thriving, and he's realizing, oh, I've been the one holding Gus back this whole time. Like, yes. it's, you know, so I think he's sort of like going, like, yeah, he's in a midlife and he's trying to figure things out and he's grappling at the straws and now they just hire this person who's pretty much doing their job for them. Remember like the person that ends up replacing um O'Hara? Um yeah. she was like she was a boss and she just like just was a really great detective. Yes. And was also crazy. And so like it took out the element of crazy that he Shawn was Sean had yeah. Yeah. So I, I think you just was, saw him failing a lot in season eight. Yeah. And so he had to overcompensate by being foolish.
0: And super childish.
1: Totally. but
0: The childish, the child, child, meh, I cannot talk. That element of it started mm-hmm. to lose me. Because mm-hmm. I still like the whole, the writing as a whole. But I was like, oh, I don't want to watch him be like this. Yeah, totally. But, um, yeah, and then they, the musical was fantastic.
1: Yeah, the musical, I...
0: It's fantastic Um, when you learn they didn't bring that many outside people in to do it. Right. Like that Steve Franks wrote the music and like other than like bringing in cast members Mm -hmm. and like obviously like a choreographer, but um, otherwise it was still the main, the core psych team. Oh, totally. And I think that's what makes it amazing. Yeah. It could be a better musical, but.
1: Yeah, no, I was going to say, I think I've only really um, watched the musical once, so I can't even think of anything about the musical because i'm just like a musical really guys <laughs> so, it's cheesy but right i think I that's think what it was for me so i was like i'll watch it just because
0: but i think it works because psych is cheesy
1: very true very true so
0: and then we had psych the movie and now we are coming to psych to lassie come home
1: psych to lassie come home was the emotional heartbeat of the whole thing right and yeah. so you know we have lassie who Get shot has a stroke and you see him recovering in the show but in also in real life he did have a stroke which is why we don't see him in psych one and you other just than see, that facetime right and you could tell that like
0: he did not look he
1: good. didn't look himself yeah. and so i love that like you know they didn't want to make another movie without him and so that's why they gave it so much time in between to help him heal and then incorporate him into the storyline, which I absolutely loved. Uh Um, And I love that like the roles were changed like, you know, generally like Sean's going behind Juliet's back, you know, and doing all these things, but now she's going behind. He still
0: is, but she's also. Yeah, but
1: she was never the one to be doing that. And so now she's, you know, doing that. And normally, um, Lassie is like the strong one who doesn't invite Sean into things and he's inviting Sean into. Th- so there's like a really cool, like Sean's telling Lassie no. Right. Which doesn't happen. Which doesn't happen. Normally he'll, he'll accept anything. He's down for anything. And so like you see a lot of the role reversals, which showed the growth of each character. Um, and even like with Gus meeting, you know, his girlfriend, who's like his who's match. his wife yeah in real life which yes. I love and she's like the crate like the female version of himself and I love that like the only version the only person that he could be with would be a female version of himself yeah. who knows what they want they go after it which is always very intimidating for all the people that he has dated in the past because he comes on pretty strong and so there's just a lot of
0: I think she almost comes on stronger
1: she does, and she tames it back for and the sake of you letting him be the, the cheetah. Yes.
0: <laughs> you see it a lot in the first movie, because that's when they introduce her. Right. And she's just, she's, like, stalking him. Right. Showing up at the morgue and...
1: But that's what Gus would do. 100%. Like, when you think back of, like, all the episodes, he would just do crazy stuff. And so it's it was really interesting to see a female version of that, because you're like, oh, she's crazy, but it's like, no, actually, Gus that's has Gus. done worse things. Um, so, yeah, it was it was such a really... Um it was written well. Um, a lot of like little there's so many different like characters involved to finding out the nitty gritties of like who done it type of thing. I mean, and then the Joel McHale storyline, my heart. First of all, Joel McHale I was so excited. you, You beautiful man. I know. Um
0: I was so excited when they teased that he was in it.
1: Oh, pop, I, like, yes. I can't. And I just loved his role, the the conversation between Lasseter and his father. And sort of like Lasseter never talked about his personal life in all of psych. I mean, minus with um, Margot and or Marlo. Is it Marlo? Marlo. Marlo. And then knowing the, his wife at the is like tough.
0: At the beginning, you know, they do show his mom more. Right. They talk about his mom. Right.
1: His mom, she's married um, to her lesbian lover and they're great. He does say that, like, they have a great relationship. She
0: didn't know that they were. he was divorced. And, like, right. But I think, like, after, really, season one, they don't really touch on his family much.
1: Right. And so it was really cool to see that this all revolved around the most private person on, in the team. And um, just seeing the dynamic between him and the father. I mean, and then that end, like, oh. if you're not crying... I don't Something know. Wrong. Just some. Just go take a walk and then rewatch it, and then you'll yes. just feel the feels. Because I mean, I watched it again last night, and I was weeping. <laughs> I was like, "It's too much." Um, it takes
0: a lot to get me to cry in a oh, movie, but I did. I felt it. Yeah, I, I didn't cry
1: because you also know that that's his real life struggle too. Like yeah. you know, him getting up and not wanting to. uh, oh, it was. It was. Yes. It was beautiful. Um, and so yeah, I I really like Psych 2 just because. There's an emotional component that we don't necessarily. Sean
0: having a crisis thinking Juliet's pregnant.
1: Right. And then. What got
0: me was Henry yelling at him. (sighs) Right. And saying, I can't wait to watch you fail. And you just see Sean shut down. Yeah. And it's almost like all the progress, you know, going back to like Santa Barbara Town, all the progress that they made, Mm -hmm. gone.
1: But then it all came back around when Henry, because Henry knew something was off, because he's like, Sean's been doing pretty good. Something is really off with him, which is I think why yes. he spazzed out. Cause he saw like Sean regressing. And so he just sort of spazzed out and said the worst thing. And, um, you know, Gus finally breaks it down for him. And then he's like, oh, and then- Very
0: obviously. <laughs>
1: yes. You know, do the whole round stomach pregnant thing. Um, and then it ends up being this really beautiful, redemptive conversation like, yeah. you know, I know that you're going to be a better dad than I ever was type of thing, which is awesome. Um, but yeah, that whole scene where they're in the Norwegian bar, I mean, that was like hilarious. At, the, at which
0: time? When they first went in or like at, when they gunpoint? When they're held at gunpoint?
1: When they're held at gunpoint. When yes. they first went in, the conversation that they're having with the father, the bar owner, is pretty hilarious to me. But yeah, at the end when they're like, it Which took is, you
0: four minutes to get through the window.
1: Right. And I think they're playing on like these movies where like the person that, you know, is about to get shot ends up like they always allow them to have the speech and somehow they get away because like just if you're gonna shoot somebody, shoot them. But right. yeah, so they have this like four minute huge thing and it's just like hilarious. And I actually really liked the dandy um swordsman guy that was a part of like the assassin group. Oh yeah. And he was just doing all of these, like, finessing with this sword, trying to, like, kill Sean and Gus when they're in Alcatraz. Um, and that reveal was really cool.
0: That's in the first
1: movie. Was that? Ah, oh, because I watched both of them last night. You're right. That's not I in the second like, movie. What
0: swords? I was going to go with it. I'm like, Yeah, what no, the
1: name? sword, you're right. Then that you was, said Alcatraz. I'm like, oh. That was the first one, which was great. And then the second one... um, Yes, it's it's the Norwegian scene, and then Lassiter with the gun yes. in his wheelchair, boom, bap. And the then, chick from Scrubs, I love yes. that. She was the doctor, but they made her. I mean, she was crazy in Scrubs She's too. A villain. But then they made her really crazy.
0: The cat lady is James's. Opposite in A Million Little Things.
1: Oh, really cool. So they've incorporated and some fun things there.
0: Did you catch the whole dig at This Is Us? Yeah, he's
1: like, there's another network that does the same thing on ABC Network or something like that. It's
0: newer and better. That's right. Why would why are you still watching This Is Us? But there's I but ABC I like that
1: he was honest about, like, it's literally the same show.
0: Because it is.
1: Yeah. I and mean, I think they came, like, out like a, a few months apart from each other. So, um, but yeah.
0: Well, This Is Us. No, this was us was still on, like was out before, because I remember everyone. Yeah, I think,
1: but I think a million little things came out within the same year as This Is Us, because I remember when they're showing a preview of it, because I think This Is Us already had like was in their first season or going into their second season when a million little things happened, and I think it was when the preview came out. I was like, oh, this is just. I'm
0: gonna find out. This is us on ABC. It came out in 2016. And then A Million Little Things.
1: 2016, dear God, that seems like ages. It came out in
0: 2018. Because oh. I remember all the billboards for it here in Nashville, but I know This Is Us had came out before I moved. Because I moved the end of 2016. But I remember mm. seeing A Million Little Things be promoted in Nashville.
1: Gotcha. So This Is Us came out fall of 2016. And then a million little, little things, things
0: came out two years later. Okay, gotcha. Yeah.
1: Well, I guess it's still on since he plugged it.
0: They're they're on season three. Yeah. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. So I just I I just really liked the role reversals of all of the characters, but also it shows so much of the growth mm-hmm. of um, the characters. I loved how like they were all doing for Lasseter what he would do, like in essence for them. And even like Chief Vic, you're like, oh, she's gonna be commissioner. And then just when you think she's gonna, you know, go into this hoity-toity role, you know, she realizes that like, oh, I'm sitting on like this epic ballistics report and I'm actually not ready to put up my gun and sit behind a desk. Um, more
0: than she already
1: is. More than she already is, because yes. she was already struggling with that when Psych 1 came up. And so yeah. um, I just loved how they all came together. And I loved, um, you know, at the end of Psych 1 when they find the ring and they're doing the whole wedding on the dock. Um Uh, Gus's girlfriend runs to Juliet's side and says that's my best friend you know I'm gonna be her maid of honor and then Chief Fick pushes her aside and I loved at the end of Psych 2 when you know she's proposing to Gus and they find out that you know they're having a baby yada 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 and um, Chief Fick says I'm gonna be a godmom." and then Juliet says uh, uh, excuse me, like that's my best friend. Yeah. So I, I loved how like it also plays their into, friendships like came full circle with those moments.
0: It also plays in when Juliet went to the prison to talk to the guy, mm-hmm. and um, Jasmine, I don't remember her character name.
1: Uh, oh, so Nai Somaliere? No, that's a wine person. <laughs> something, something, something like with that. an S. Yeah, yeah.
0: But she was like. This is my best friend, That's and Juliet's right. like,
1: right? Like what? what? Yeah. So I just yeah. So I loved how they picked up and on all those things, and and I love how like Henry's become like a bit calmer, but the essence of who Henry is. Like I love that he's surrounded by hipsters. Crazy,
0: the first movie. He showed up for Christmas like.
1: Yeah, I remember out yeah yeah hipster. Hipster, yeah, cuz he was like, you know, normally I would be so grumpy and he would be full of complaints, but he's like Playing finally a learning with to
0: scarf <laughs> and He like almost yeah. like went off the deep end kind of. Yeah, and now but, he's calmed down a little. Yeah, more.
1: he's calmed down, but he's still living it up, you know, still doing his thing. So I think, you know, that also shows his growth cuz he's this crotchety dad like throughout the entire series and then you finally see him like embracing like other ideas and like yeah. young people who he thinks are dumb, generally speaking.
0: I think he's more open to it since he's making money off of them.
1: Oh, for sure. He's like, I can monetize. I mean, the fact that he's renting out the psych space is hilarious to me. Yep. So yeah, he's he's like a, a nice little entrepreneur type of person.
0: Um. So Steve Frank's talked at a comic con. I don't remember which year, but someone asked like how many movies he wants to do. Didn't they say four? Six.
1: It's six now. Okay, good.
0: So it's six movies total. After like 2, there's four more.
1: Gotcha, gotcha, yeah. I, then,
0: then James is like, because he co-writes on with Steve, mm-hmm. he's like, I'm taking them one at a time.
1: <laughs> yeah, because I, I heard James said that he wanted to do four. And so now it's six, okay, cool, we'll see. But I think they could definitely like do this like you know every other year like the fans yeah. are very hungry for it and I I mean I definitely look forward to them I've watched everything oh yeah so
0: yeah it's all great um I called the ice chips like right away
1: I I thought the ice chips looked cool but I in my head I'm like oh that looks like really good rock candy but the, yeah well,
0: the, not like when they were eating it but like as soon as they like started talking and like covered their mouth, I'm like, it's the ice ships, guys.
1: Yeah. the I mean, oh, and I love that. Mary. Yes. I love him. That they
0: kept playing on that from the first movie.
1: Oh, my goodness. Yes. And I just, yes, because I love, yeah, they're pulling from the series like yep. old characters. So I'm expecting Despero to probably be in the next one of the f- next four because he was a main character that would always pop up. Mary was just a beloved character. I mean, I remember when he passed and the funeral with the with the badminton uh um, yep. situation they put on his casket. Um yeah, so I uh, I loved that they had him be a part of that. I'm trying to think if there were any like people in the past um that were involved in the second one besides Mary.
0: I don't think so.
1: And I love that they um, mentioned in the, in the first one, like, we've actually never seen Chief Vic's husband. Yes. And then you're like, oh, are we going to see him? And nope, he went out the back door. Um, so I think that's like a, a, a funny gag. I wonder if they're going to, like, reveal it to be, like, I don't know, Rob Lowe or someone, <laughs> you know, randomly in the next four uh, movies. But, yeah.
0: No, have it be Steve Franks. And, like, this is my – have they said his name?
1: Um – no because she just says my husband so and my he husband, travels steve. he travels for work i think so yeah he does travel for work but i don't remember
0: i thought i think it should be steve franks as himself
1: which would be cool but uh, knowing psych they always pull from like pop culture from yes. like the 90s and 80s so like it might be some like epic you know actor you know and i was gonna say val kilmer but they had they him in, val you know in the season finale they had him um on the show so yeah yeah but there's a there's a lot of like cool gags that they kept up throughout this that morrissey. made it morrissey that made it um psychish and yep. anytime they suck their teeth um oh they had kadeem harrison from a different world on there he was the guy um faking the coma guy the, yeah, the, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah yeah
1: so that whole foot scene was very uncomfortable was, but heli- i was dying laughing i
0: don't know how he kept i mean no in the movement. bloopers
1: you saw that he yeah. you know he lost it but he actually kept it pretty well for the most part in the bloopers too
0: see what would have got me wasn't gus it would have been sean like
1: like baiting him to like yeah,
0: and like literally like mouth to cheek and on his ear and just all like right here yeah I like that's what I, w- I would have lost it
1: oh yeah no I mean they're professionals because there's no way I would have I would have made yeah. it through that but yeah I forgot about his character yeah he was he was pretty clutch too um, in that and I think a lot of us haven't seen him in
0: a lot of things and a lot
1: of, I mean he used to do some Disney stuff but it's been mm-hmm. a while so it was really cool to you know that's them bringing back people from like the 90s again you know and so that was that was great so
0: um, and uh oh shoot what's his name the detective buzz seen buzz oh that's right yeah Uh, he's now head detective right
1: because remember in the in the end of the uh uh series uh season 8 he, he was like Detective Lasseter's new detective project, or whatever. Um, junior detective. Junior detective. Whatever
0: Juliet started as mm-hmm. is was is what Buzz made it right. up to. Because he was just a uniform officer at the beginning of the series. Right, and so that growth so to was watch really cool him too. Become yeah.
1: Yeah, and but he's still like Buzz, like you know, leaving the key in your patrol car, not the best thing to do, and you know, still being like very confused but enamored by childlike Gus and um, Sean. And so yeah, so that yeah, I forgot Buzz was in there too, so I was happy they brought him back. Yep. Um Oh, of course, my guy, the coroner. The coroner. Um, Woody. Yeah. Woody
0: <laughs> He's the idiot. coroner.
1: The coroner. <laughs> That's not the word. <laughs> the coroner. The coroner. That's gonna be the new uh nice I sound very right southern. Yes. That coroner. Um yeah, the coroner, he is just a disaster. <laughs> like every time he comes he never, on scene, he
0: never wasn't though. Right. Well, no. When he
1: first started, he was actually pretty like normal. And then I think um, a few after the more they brought him more on, the more kooky they mm-hmm. made his character. But he was actually I think supposed to just be a very minor small role. And then I think they just made him kooky one episode, and it just became like this. I also thing. think
0: it's him settling into the character right
1: right it's sort of like season one of parks and rec rough but then season two
0: or even you like, know i think of like everyone in the office because in the beginning of the office kevin was very just kind of he wasn't That's as lit- much of an idiot
1: i mean because he didn't speak
0: <laughs> and when he did speak he sounded like a normal person
1: mm. yeah i see more of that with uh ron swanson because ron swanson wasn't a grumpy crotchety guy in season one of oh, really? parks and rec um like all the characters were actually pretty like different
0: so do you want to know a secret
1: you've never seen parks and rec
0: not yet okay and i say not yet because that whole group of shows um office parks and rec brooklyn 99 all of like all of those you know it was a lot of the same camp of people who created them it i have to be in a mood and i mm-hmm. have to push myself through to watch them so i didn't like the office for the longest time because i couldn't get past the first couple episodes i'm like this is so stupid i just can't watch it yeah and even with brooklyn 99 i tried watching like the first the pilot and i was like i can't it's i can't it's it's too stupid yeah and so i had to be in like the right mood to get through them and now i love them and so i know i've tried with parks and rec and I can't get past that first episode yet.
1: I mean, it's not just first episode. It's like, that whole season is rough. Yes, you know? and, I, and,
0: I, and I know that, yeah. but like, I can't even get through the first episode yet. It's just not your time, it's I fine. Know. You don't so. need to
1: force it. I mean, there's some good gold, like, you know, yeah. psych. You can always rewatch that. And, always. Um, but yeah, so uh, Woody is always, you know, he was like the one, I think the last person that they introduced because at that point they introduced the main staff It was Plan D. Yeah, the main cast by then and then when he came in as the the, the fake Cuban guy uh, Cuban Cuban that was like perfect. Um so yeah, so they they really kept it up not many new characters um stuck with what they knew, same of some of the same, you know, gags but I'm A lot of character development for sure.
0: I'm almost surprised John Cena didn't make an appearance. Again. They did
1: mention his name because remember when they're at the bar? the brother-in-law. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, he was like, yeah, I went to Norway with my bro- brother-in-law. And then
0: Gus says Gus we don't, like, talk, about we don't talk
1: about that. And which was great because you forget that that was the last scene of the end yes. of the movie. So obviously something crazy happened, which is why we don't see John, why Gus doesn't want to talk about it. But it also shows you that they literally didn't go to Jamaica for their honeymoon. Right. They went to Norway. Um, so I I'm interested to see what happened
0: I hope they give flashbacks. They to have the to,
1: because I think, you know, that's going to be a good thing to write into because John Cena's always really like running away from something, but we don't really know why he's being chased. And so I think Norway is going to be a good thing to play up on um, just for great content and just mm-hmm. continuity. But also that could just be a gag. Like they tend to we do never that. really know, but we know he's always popping up and then yeah. he disappears and there's drama surrounding him.
0: But. Well, and I know they always they too they tend to do that. They did that in the series, especially at the beginning, with um, you know, because like Sean came back to Santa Barbara with so many jobs under his belt, and like at one point I one of the, maybe the pilot Gus is like, I stopped trusting you after you left me at the Mexican border twice, <laughs> and they never explain why were they Mexican border twice? Yeah, like.
1: They just like let your imagine like yeah. let your imagination you know run run wild, which is what I, I yeah you're right I do like that they they'll just throw these random nuggets and then that's it.
0: Did you find a pineapple anywhere?
1: Yeah, I mean, no. I just thought about the, that in the first one. He showed it at the end. Yeah. Um.
0: I don't I don't think I ever saw one. I, I'm
1: gonna right, but yeah, I mean that's the I'm sure it was in there because that's like a whole. That's a whole th- bit thing too, like, it was probably in the bar or at their house. Maybe. Maybe um, in the room when Gus was sleeping in the drawer with the Snuggie. Did they mention that, on I don't know. The internets.
0: I'm on screen rant. Psych two, last you come home, 10 Easter eggs you totally missed. Let's see.
1: God, I love Screen Rant and that Watch Mojo situation.
0: Okay, so it says, should I slice this up for the road? Another item that Sean pulls out of the storage is, of course, a pineapple. For a moment, Sean hesitates with the pineapple in his hands and begins to ask before thinking better of it and putting a pineapple away. He was clearly going to ask the iconic question, should I slice this up for the road? Uttered in the first pilot episode and once again in Psych the Movie. So it was somewhere when he's in storage.
1: Well, no, he said that, but that's from Psych 1. Because that's right before John Cena shows up. I remember that because I just watched it last night. Right. So, but for Psych 2, I'm wondering. That's,
0: that's But that's what I'm looking at is this is an article. Psych 2, all the Easter eggs you missed in the second movie. Slice this up for the road. Yeah, because it said uttered first in the pilot episode and once again in Psych the movie, so meaning it looked like he in was a- Psych
1: the movie or Psych Two the movie.
0: In Psych the movie, he asked, he said it again, and then it's and then apparently in Psych Two.
1: And what's the scene?
0: I don't when he's in storage. I don't know.
1: I don't remember them being in storage. Let's go to YouTube. Yeah, it just shows. Yes, yeah, the shall I slice this up for the road was for the Psych One.
0: Right, and so what they're so saying is he pulled it out, and it was as if he was about to
1: say, th- "Yeah, which was about is the to gag," say and
0: then he stopped and put it away.
1: Right, but what I just read, he only did that in Psych One, the movie. I'm not seeing that reference for Psych Two.
0: Let's go to the Psych Wiki page.
1: Oh, we're about to be in a world. So it's I'm seeing it mentioned, but it's literally not explaining what scene that he said that in.
0: The pineapple appears in Henry's room when Sean and Gus are there to ask his advice on how to deal with the Lassie Mm. situation. Sean grabs it and is about to say, should I slice it up for the road when he decides not to bother. Okay. Out of storage in the old psych office. Oh, that's right. They were in the storage situation. Because that was like Henry's office was the back room Right, because he was
1: looking for his mustache collection. Okay, wait no the mustache collection was the first movie
0: no it was in this it was one. A, in
1: the second one too but yeah because he did bring back the half mustache beard from the series that him and gus shared when they were breaking into that gun range mm-hmm. um, and he
0: also wore just the big black one yes in, in this one
1: right because he was trying to be the cuban guy and then the girl was like hey i know it's you yes
0: uh, okay
1: Okay, that's right. Yeah, in the storage scene, I was deep in a game of Phase 10 on my phone. So that's probably why I missed that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, was, I,
0: don't, I think I was on IMDb looking up facts about the movie. Yeah. So I missed it. Yeah, in the totally. Movie. I
1: was like, oh, there's not much action. It's just some dialogue. Let me just, uh, you know. Whoop, I've seen this Whoop before. Glenn right now, wherever country he's at, shout out to Glenn on Phase 10, whooped <laughs> you last night. Thanks, Glenn. Wow. Um, so that's that's my level of friendship, guys. <laughs>
0: that's it for this week guys thanks for listening and if you have any movie facts or questions you want to add send us an email at movies 20 at gmail.com or if you have any movie suggestions you want to add to our list let us know what you want us to talk about you can also find us on instagram facebook and twitter just look for the movies and Mocus podcast have a great day guys